It's time for Between the Pipes with Andrew Raycroft. Hey, let's go. There's going to be a lot of traffic on the way to the game. Ah, uh, don't worry. I got Bruins plates. People get out of our way. Au revoir. Have a good game. Great plates. I want them too. Are you even old enough to drive? Presented by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning. The name to know when your drains don't flow on WEEI. Well, it is a short show for us today because of the NCAA tournament action that you're going to hear right here on WEEI. We're at Banners. We're right here at the Garden. Uh, They just opened, and folks are filtering in. You can come hang out with us today. And, uh, well, if this guy wasn't working, you know, he might be able to have a uh, pint with us. Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is our friend Andrew Raycroft of Nesson WEEI. Razors brought to us by Shaw's and Star Market, bringing people together around the joys of food by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning, the name to know when your drains don't flow, and by Frank's Red Hot. Visit Frank's Red Hot. Dot com for great hockey and football watching recipes. Let's frank it up. Razor on the Harbor One Hotline. Good morning, friend. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. I would love to be down there having a, a late morning pint. Nothing better than the late morning pint in the middle of March. It's as good as it gets. Okay, so we need to ask you as our uh, All Things Canada representative, how is the NCAA tournament viewed in Canada? Was this like something that once you really got to the States that was super foreign to you? Like, do Canadians care about the NCAA tournament? No, yeah, we, we have, I mean, with the Raptors, basketball is a pretty big deal. And uh, we did invent basketball. Dr. Naismith is a good Canadian guy. So uh, it's <laughs> certainly not to the same extent where it's everybody just takes the day off work. But we paid attention. My buddies have a pool going. We're ready All for right. it. All right. I didn't know with no Simon Fraser in it or something like that if anybody paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> Good basketball team. Good basketball team. <laughs> I've, I had to slide that reference in there. That's like a, it's yeah. a real Canadian one. So, so Razor, just like I brought a couple of these. Uh, I brought this up to Gresh the other day. I'm curious to know if you agree. Um Based on the, the the way the Bruins are losing, how they're starting, their their inability to close out games, uh, Montgomery's comments uh, after the last loss, are, are the Bruins bored? Yeah, they seem bored and just you know they, they'll say disconnected, but it seems like they're bored. Yeah, yeah, and I heard you with the 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 Fourier hockey talk the other yeah. day. You're you're nailing it. You're all over it, Fourier. Wow. And, and yeah, they are bored. That's that's. That's the most most players are this time of season, whether it's you know NBA, whether it's baseball, these dog days, you do get bored and you get tired of the grind. And and I think unless you're fighting for your lives, whether it's trying to keep your job like guys on the Chicago Blackhawks or it's trying to stay in the playoff picture like Detroit Red Wings, it, it's it's really quite boring and the top three teams in the East, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, Tampa Bay Lightning, Boston Bruins, three of the best teams in the league, if not the three best, are 8-9-2 and two in the last 10 days. So they're all feeling the same kind of thing. They're all going through it where it's just hard to get motivated every single night at this point. Uh, Razor, what is your analysis of the power play? I know we talked about it last week. They were making some moves. You know, you added some good context there on Fourier's point on, hey, end of the year, mental, physical, guys are getting tired. Does that tie into the power play woes, or is it something deeper? I think it does a little bit, but they've been – they have. They, I mean, they went 
through their 10-game win streak when they were playing really well with a bad power play. I think what's okay. happened is is similar to, to being a little bored is, is not making a simple play. They're not they're not just getting pucks to the net. They're, their first option isn't to the net. They're trying to look guys off. They're trying to make team passes that aren't always there. And, and the one concern, though, the one real is they've had a tough time with entries all season long. They've been very good when Patrice wins his 65% of faceoffs in the offensive zone and they get set up. That's how they score a lot of – not a lot off the rush, not a lot 10 seconds, 15 seconds after entries. And that's the one thing that come playoff time they're really going to have to have dialed in because, of course, if you're in the playoffs, your PK is better than most. And it's so vital to create momentum off these power plays. So we're talking to Andrew Raycroft. And, um, Razor, I was curious um, – you know, with in basketball, you'll look at a point guard and you go, wow, look at all these turnovers. But, you know, you kind of have to look at it differently based on the fact that he, he, you know, he's responsible for the ball, like on every possession. And Pasternak seems to be getting a lot of heat for all his turnovers. Should, should we be nervous about how often he is turning the puck over or is it just a matter of how often he's actually controlling the puck? Well, he's going to turn the puck over more than, than others because, to your point, he has the puck all the time. He's, he's going to be one of the top four or five players with puck handles and how much time the puck's on his ice or on his stick at the end of the season. Uh, I think it was a good example the other day in Detroit of, of what he does is he gives the puck up in the third period right at the blue line, kind of a, an ugly turnover. The Bruins do get it back in the neutral zone. They turn it up ice. He goes in and takes a wrister from 25 feet that beats Billy Huso, and he's got his goal, and he's closer to 50. That's his game. Now, you have to be much better with your puck possession come playoff time. I do believe that David can flip the switch. I do believe David's been a little careless the last couple weeks, but it's more a product of him being a little bored, a little not mentally engaged enough, where come playoff time, he's going to recognize that he has to get more pucks in deep and not dump it in, which is the last thing he really does want to do. But we've seen him in the playoffs be able to recognize when those opportunities are. Razor, fair to say Linus played his worst game of the year against Chicago the other night? Yes. It was just the second time all season he's given up more than three goals, which is baffling. Uh, the first time since November 1st. Like, it's that's nuts, guys. And. In today's NHL, with all the power plays being called, all the offense, guys are giving up four or five every single night. And for him to have only done it twice and not have done it for three months is really wild. Uh, but he was due for one of these. You're just, you, you get a couple of these. I mean, most guys get five, six, seven. It looks like he's only going to get two, three. He might get two more at the end of the season where you know, pucks just slide in. Pucks finally... The, the scrum in front of the net doesn't go your way and it ends up in the back of your net and you end up giving four or five on 25. So nothing concerning. There was nothing different in his game. It's just it's, it's the course of the NHL season. You are going to get these. So I wanted to read you like a headline that literally, Razor, just popped up on my screen. I'm going to read you the headline and then one little, little sentence from the article. Okay, it's, uh, it's from Boston.com. It says, uh, lead, league-leading Bruins face a reality check. And then it says uh, they exited uh, the United Center uh, providing more questions than answers. Um, with, I mean, is this 
cause for concern, like the fact that they've lost you know, as many is as, it, a, is as it that three bad? of the last four? Like, I mean, that's, that, that it seems like very ominous. If, if, you, if you didn't live in Boston, if you weren't paying attention to how good the Bruins have been, and you read this article because you took a vacation, you would think all hell is breaking loose, and, and Cassidy is now the coach again, and Montgomery got fired. <laughs> it's unraveling. Yeah, it's unraveling. There you go. It is unraveling. Well, the la- yeah, the last time they lost, they lost what? Tampa Bay, they lost in overtime to Florida, lost to Carolina. They came out of the break, lost one more time, and they ripped 10 off in a row. So <laughs> I-, I expect that to kind of happen again, yeah. whether it's three, four, five wins. So, no, it's easy to go to this because all everyone's so anxious about game one starting. Everyone's so anxious for the Bruins not to have a historic run and then find a hot goalie in the first round. So there is that, that anxiety out there, and I think that goes to headline. Patrice Bergeron said reality check after a post-game scrum. So, of course, that's a great buzzword to use if, if St. Patrice uses it. But, again, it just gives, I think it, it's a good timing. It, it allows the, the, the coaching staff to be miserable for a few days. You guys oh. know what that's like, walking on the bus, and the coach is mad, and he's got his head down or he's staring at everybody on the bus or the plane. He has that opportunity to do that for a few days now and kind of make it miserable, make it uncomfortable, try and create what it's going to feel like when you do. They're not going to win 16 straight games, folks, in the playoffs. They're, they're not. Like, they're really good, but they're not going to go 16-0. and They're going to lose a couple of playoff games, and now the coaches get to make them feel what that's going to feel like after these three games because they haven't been able to do it the rest of the season. So, Razor, you're cracking me up right now because I, you're right. I do know exactly what you're talking about. You go on a losing streak and the coach is upset. And, <laughs> and I will ask you this, okay, because I do, do – like when that happened to you and you noticed that the, the coaching staff was all upset on the bus, on the plane, did you force yourself to look upset and sad also? Because that's like oh. the temperament of the room, you know, temperature of the room. Or did you like, hey, listen, I'm fine. Like, what was your, like, you know, philosophy with that? No, I tried to fake it for sure. Yeah. Even if I was fine, I, you know, you don't get caught smiling, uh, you know, early 2000s. <laughs> Why are you happy, then, Razor? Yeah, exactly. No, no. You don't fun. care. One, one nothing <laughs> lost. Goalie played great. He's yeah. got nothing to not smile about. Bye-bye, yeah. you lost, damn it. <laughs> Uh, one nothing. I just made fifty saves, but I'm going on that bus miserable and mad yep. until I get yep. to my seat, and then I'm going to flip on Seinfeld and laugh my guts out with no one noticing while I have a glass of wine. You know what's really funny is <laughs> like when when my oldest was uh, sort of he's a, he's a real big sports fan, and there'd be times where he would like cheer too loud, and I would go. <laughs> Every once in a while, can you give me a silent celebration? <laughs> and that's a razor had to do. Yeah. One nothing win, fifty saves. He had I, to do silent celebration. I think that is so funny because it's so true. God forbid if you act like you're happy about the current situation, then you don't care, and it's and winning isn't important to you. Six for eighty three and a touchdown. Four yeah. you had a great day, but you lost seventeen ten. I guess I'm miserable. Oh, you gotta look miserable. Well, our guy Andrew Raycroft will be uh, looking uh, great. Yeah, Tonight, handsome fella. As he has uh, said before, Patrice Bergeron, 1,000th uh, game, I think it was, or 1,000th point, whatever, and our 1,000th game, and Razor's wearing makeup. It's on his own Twitter, just a, at just, just Andrew foundation. Raycroft. Hey, Razor, thank you, buddy. We appreciate it. Always love talking to you. We will uh, we'll catch you next week, friend. Thank you. Awesome. Love the Enjoy the basketball for you. I can't wait to hear your picks. Uh, my <laughs> gambling man. <laughs>
My gambling man, you're my guy all weekend. See that? See that? Hey, Razor, I just made five bets in like 30 seconds. Oh, God. I'm going to screenshot it and send them to you. Oh, please do. You know what? <laughs> I, 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 I need to create my own am, betting app for it. people like Razor and Fourier. I'm missing out on What do you this. call it? Easy money? Razor, thank you, brother. <laughs> hey, thanks, bud.